Well, hello and welcome to the Movie Paradise. I am your host, Nathaniel Molnar, and this is our Captain Marvel spoiler discussion. I am joined by our co-host, Rob Jaginta. Thanks for being here, Rob. Didn't have a choice. No, he didn't. So, we have seen Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, of course, came out this past weekend. It did really well at the box office. A lot of people are going to see it. And there are some things that we want to talk about that could not be said in the spoiler-free review that I put up a few days ago. So if you want to uh, find out our thoughts on the film, or at least mine, because you're not a part of that. If you want to know my thoughts on the film without any spoilers, in case if you have not seen the movie yet, you can go up on the channel and check that out. But this is going to be full spoiler discussion. We are talking about the film as if you watched it with us. So if you have not seen Captain Marvel yet, do not watch this video and come back to it later after you've seen the film. But let's get into it. And Rob, do you want to start with our first impressions of the film and just yeah. what we basically thought of it? And you could start. Sure. Uh, Captain Marvel, I, th I think if you watched the trailers and you thought the trailers were good, I think you'd go into this movie liking it. I think the trailers showed a, a, like a serviceable sci-fi movie and nothing more. And that's, I think, what we got out of this movie. It was a fine movie. But for something that, that was part of the MCU, I feel like mm -hmm. it's in a way disappointing because... Like, we've seen such great movies out of them, like Infinity War, Civil War, uh, just any, any ones that you like. But uh, this this one I kind of thought was a little underwhelming, and it just overall I just thought it was just, just a decent movie, because my expectations were through the roof for this one. Cause yeah. Just because it's this is like the prelude to Avengers Endgame, yeah. pretty much. So, <clears throat> I, I'd say, I'd definitely tell you, if you're a Marvel fan, go and check this out, and if you like the trails, go check it out, but... Other than that, I'd say it was just a meet, decent movie at best, I'd say. Yeah. I think I liked it a little bit more than you. <clears throat> As I said in my review, I kind of have three tiers for the MCU. I have, like, the excellent ones, which is pretty much all the Russo Brother mo movies, Iron Man 1, Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Then I have, like, the middle tier, which is where I would put Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, and that's where Captain Marvel would fit in. And then I have the bottom tier, which is Thor Ragnarok, in my opinion, Thor The Dark World, Captain America Thor First one. Avenger. I put that in the middle <laughs> tier, personally. But, so, I think Captain Marvel is a good, solid film. I don't think it's anything extraordinary. It's nothing like say, Guardians of the Galaxy, or Infinity War, or Civil War, any of those top-tier Marvel movies. But I don't think it's a bad movie, not in the slightest. I just think it's it's good. It's good. Uh, I think it definitely has strengths, and it definitely has weaknesses. Yeah. Uh, which we can get into today. Um, first of all, going into our discussion of this, I really like the beginning of this movie, where it's pretty much full sci-fi. It's... It, to me, it kind of felt like what I would imagine a proper Green Lantern movie would be like. Because they're all wearing green costumes and going yeah. around and they were Star Force. Kind of and reminded me of like a Star Trek movie too. Yeah. Way. Kind of like, like the Starfleet going on. like Kind of like with the J.J. Abrams ones, how they kind of start off like on a mission and then something yeah. happens and they got to escape. That's how it kind of reminded me of. Even yeah. like with the score, it had... Real, like, like Star Wars, Star Trek elements to it, I thought, which I liked about this movie. Yeah. And what I really appreciated about, at least this beginning part, was that this is part of this... Obviously, this is the same universe as Guardians of the Galaxy. And what I was curious about going into this film was how would they aesthetically and production-wise keep the similarities with Guardians of the Galaxy, but obviously it's not going to be in the same tone... 
uh, and style that James Gunn crafted for those films. And I thought they did a very good job because it didn't have the same comedy style as those movies. It didn't have that same uh, eccentricness that the Guardians movies has, but it felt like the same world. It just yeah. felt like a different part of the universe. I and I really that. liked how they were able to replicate the production design, the costumes, the makeup of, and all that with uh, from Guardians of the Galaxy and bring it to this film. Yeah, even like with like just like all the different races, like mm-hmm. of like aliens, like you have some people with like blue faces and some, yeah, like what is, doesn't Korath have like something with his eyes or something like? Yeah, it was something like I and like I like seeing like all these different like like just types of like aliens or whatever the hell they are and like and I don't I don't necessarily need an explanation. It's just cool to see all these different kinds of characters. Yeah, and I, I think it, a lot of that was like Guardians of the Galaxy where you have like talking raccoons and <laughs> trees and stuff like that. They didn't go too out there with some of the aliens, though, which I liked. Yeah. It was mostly just, obviously, people in makeup, which yeah. they kind of kept... Like, all the Kree were pretty much people just yeah. with blue makeup. Mm-hmm. Uh, the scrolls were just, like... Uh, Practical. Effect. Yeah. They didn't have too many they, CGI crazy Thank God creatures. they did that. I think it yeah. could have been a real mess if they if they. I completely pump, agree. Like, it looked really good, too. Yeah. All I could think of the whole film when we had Ben Mendelsohn in character as the scroll was how many hours of makeup oh. a day did he have to sit through in order for them to get that done? God bless him. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't take that role. Yeah. <laughs> no, and it's like, but he was great in it. Yeah, he was really, he was one of the, I'd say he's probably my fa- one of my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah. And, um, and, and like, I'm, I'm kind of glad like that, that, in a way, like, I'm kind of glad that he didn't play a villain for once. Because, mm. like, I feel like he plays the villain in everything. And it was kind of nice to see him play something else. See, that's the thing. So, when the reviews came out about this movie, all, everyone was saying, Ben Mendelsohn's one of the best parts of the film. Ben Mendelsohn's great. Yeah. And I remember thinking, well, everyone keeps saying that Ben Mendelsohn's one of the best parts of the movie. But nobody is saying his character is one of the I, great villains. I, yeah. And then, once you see the movie... That all makes sense. And this is one of the parts of the film that I really liked. What they did with the scrolls. Um, because I think there was a, a subversion of expectations that they had. Because everyone went in thinking, oh, the scrolls are going to be the bad guys. Scrolls yeah. are going to be the bad guys. And there's scrolls in the universe now like trying yeah. to like wreck the yeah. system from inside. Everyone had made all of their endgame theories based yeah. upon scrolls. Which is a quick side note before we continue the discussion. That's why I don't like really participating in speculation of what movie's going to be because nobody's theories are ever correct. I find it funny how like people don't have a problem with this but like like people were like screaming and crying like because of like Star Wars the Last mm-hmm. Jedi with yeah. like Luke and all that kind of stuff like and their expectations but for this I haven't heard one person complain about it. Yeah. Maybe just because I think execution I, yeah execute like cuz oh, like if you told me on paper, like, it's kind of like Mysterio, how they say he's not going to be a villain in Spider-Man. On paper, that kind of makes you upset, right? Yeah. But if we see it in the movie, maybe it works. If and this... I think he'll be a villain, though. But, sure. Yeah. But if someone told you before we saw this movie that the Skrulls aren't the villains, you might be, like, a little upset, correct? Maybe? Yeah, I probably would have been, like, oh, really? Puzzled oh, or whatever. Okay. But once you see it, you, everything... It makes it, sense. Yeah. And I think what was, it didn't feel like it was subverting expectations just to do so. Yeah. It felt like it actually had like a clear narrative purpose for what they were doing. Uh, and I really liked, they kind of 
take on like a metaphorical sense like you yeah. have the oppressors who are seen as the good guys and then the refugees who are demonized to be villains and i think that has very especially today that has very uh real world implications and is a great metaphorical piece and i thought that that was done very well um and i I don't know, I just, I really liked what they did with the scrolls. And people have pointed out to me, which I think is a very good thing that nobody's really remembering. Just because these scrolls are good does not mean all the scrolls are good. Well, aren't these the only ones left? I don't know. There's probably other well, scrolls I, I in the universe. I thought that's what he, I thought he said they were the last of their kind. As far as, the universe is a very right, big I, place. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm saying, I'm not yeah. ruling out the fact that there are going to be other scrolls yeah, elsewhere. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Um... Which could end up maybe leading towards a secret hey, invasion storyline. maybe those story scrolls line. will pretend to be these scrolls. Oh, wow. <laughs> Can you imagine if, like, it turned down, like, a later movie yeah. that Ben Mendelsohn actually was a bad guy <laughs> and he was just kind of playing them? But, so, what did you think of... Now we have Brie Larson in the yeah. MCU as Captain Marvel slash Carol Danvers slash... What was her name in the movie? Re or Veeves? Veers? No, Veers. Veers. That's what... Her name was before. Oh, really? I don't even remember. What do you think? What do you think of Brie Larson Her? as a character? If you had told me that, like, say, like I had never like heard of Brie Larson, and mm -hmm. then before we saw the movie, you said this lady's won an Academy Award, like, or mm -hmm. act, like if I had watched the movie, and then you said yeah. this lady's, I would say no way, because <laughs> I, I didn't really find her that convincing in this movie, to be honest. Did she give a bad performance? No, but I. In, the, in her own movie, I kind of felt she was, in my opinion, she was outshadowed by some of the side characters. Yeah, I can understand that. I agree with that. Um, but my she question... Bad, my but... question would be, were there too many moments in the film that actually required a super dynamic, nuanced performance? Because most of the movie, she has no memory of who she is, so she it would yeah. make sense that she doesn't have too much of a personality. And I feel like some of the more emotional movies or, or moments or some of the moments that require a more dynamic performance are given to other characters there's maybe a couple of moments in the film where yeah. that actually requires like a more emotional or more nuanced performance from her and i thought while obviously she didn't give anything that would be worthy of an academy award nomination nor do i think we've really had any other in any of the other mcu movies yeah, so i thought she that. handled the scenes well yeah I, I would agree with you that if you watch this movie just as it is and say she's an Academy Award winner, yeah, I I'd be like, huh, okay, I don't yeah. really see that just based on this one performance. But I don't think she necessarily like, I don't think what was required of her in this film required something of an Academy Award level because it's not like she gives an Academy Award level performance yeah. in Kong Skull Island. <laughs> no That's just did. her character <laughs> was a certain way and she played that yeah. character the and way it was supposed to be. Maybe that has to do with. Maybe some of that blame has to do with the writing and the directing, too, as well. Yeah. I, I wanted to get your opinion. Do you think you would have liked this movie better if it was kind of a straightforward origin story? Or do you like the way it was... See, I've thought about that. Um, I really like the narrative structure of the film that she... It, and I was saying in my review, it's kind of like a Wolverine-esque origin in that she doesn't know who she is, and she's slowly trying to piece together the pieces... And I really like that element of it, that, that narrative structure of she does not who, know who she is and she's trying to figure it out. But on the other hand, once we were seeing like glimpses of her past and her interactions with her fi fighter, pli uh, 
fighter pilot friends. I don't remember the character's name or the yeah, actor. Last name is Lynch. Yes. Lashana Lynch. Yeah. I don't know. No, Lashana Lynch. Oh, right. Lynch. Lashana Lynch? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> uh, once we started seeing, like, some clips of her interactions with her and with the yep. daughter and everything, I started thinking to myself, oh, I really want to see, see that, that movie. Yeah, like, I would like to see that movie where you have Carol Danvers, who is the fighter pilot, and under, uh, goes through all these troubles and faces misogyny and all these things that we see glimpses of and then goes into the air and this thing happens to her and now this is who she is. I understand from the film's point of view why the narrative was structured the way it was, but I also would have been very interested to see that straightforward origin story. And with her friend, like when she when she meets up with her halfway through, mm-hmm. I like I didn't feel invested in their relationship really at all mm-hmm. till maybe like the end. But like yeah. when they first like I didn't feel anything because like we hadn't really seen them previously. See what I think when they're starting to define their new relationship, that's yeah. when I became invested by the end of the film because then they started to establish new dynamics yeah. between them. But once it's all like. It's me. It's your friend. Yeah. You don't remember me? Like, well, we don't even I know. I don't you. remember you. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I completely agree with you on that front. Yeah. But I will say, while I was not hugely impressed with Captain Marvel necessarily in this film, like, I am very I excited see to see. Yeah. yeah ex- exactly. I am excited to see what she does going forward. I'm excited to see a Captain Marvel too. I am excited to see her in Avengers Endgame. I'm excited to see more it's, of her. And at least for me, I feel like a lot of the characters, like, in their solo movies, I kind of think they're okay. But mm-hmm. then I think they really come to play when they come to the big... Like, Doctor yeah. Strange and Thor especially. When they came into Infinity War, I think I really grew an appreciation for them as characters yeah. outside of their solo movies, which I thought were just fine yeah. or whatever. So hopefully that happens with her in Infinity War, too. Or yeah. no, at Endgame, excuse yeah. me. I, I think also part of it might be is that and this is kind of how I felt about Captain America, the first Avenger, is that this film, it it plays a role in the larger story. And yeah. it's kind of, we a need, filler movie. yeah, we kind of, we need to get here so that we can get here. Yeah. And that's how I felt about first Avenger was Age that. Age of Ultron kind of in a way is like yeah, that. Like, like Iron we're Man telling 2. this story yeah. so that we could then t- get to the other stories, which I still think it was a good movie, an enjoyable movie, and I enjoyed watching it, and I was entertained, but it part of me was just feeling like, okay, we're watching this so that yeah. then we can watch Endgame, so that then we can watch other it's movies. It's kind of like watching like a TV series, like yeah. the, like our, like our, one of our favorite shows, The Office, or something, like, or even maybe like Breaking Bad. Like mm-hmm. You have to watch certain episodes so you understand what happens in the later. Yeah. Maybe you don't like those certain episodes, but... You kind of have to watch them to get everything. Yeah. And there's always going to be certain things you like about the episode, though. Maybe you don't think it's one of the stronger episodes, mm-hmm. but it still serves to the story, and you still need it, and you still appreciate it. Yeah. I Now, I'm curious to know if you feel the same way, but when I watched this film, I felt like everything that we learned in this movie and everything that was communicated to us, we kind of already knew. Like, there were Which some... Ways? Like, there were some big big reveals in this movie but they didn't like i mean we learned oh the tesseract is already on earth or where the tesseract came from but we didn't really need to know that you could still understand all the other movies in the past to and you would not need to know that little bit of uh information we didn't need to know where how nick fairy lost his eye we didn't need to know some of these little details but let's let's get to that let's get to that in a second um but i felt like any of the reveals that were in this movie 
Yeah. We could have lived without knowing, and everything else that was shown in the movie, we kind of already could piece together. Like, I've obviously we haven't seen Endgame, but my impression of Endgame from the trails we've seen is that I could have not watched Captain Marvel and still understand everything. That. Well, and again, we haven't seen Endgame, so we don't know yeah. that. There could be some big pieces, but it just didn't feel like there was anything substantial we learned in this film that we needed to know. Yeah. Uh, it felt like we already knew everything in this movie, and therefore, if we didn't have it, nothing really I mean, would I have guess, been lost. I guess if you didn't watch the after credit scene <clears throat> in Avengers, um, was it? Infinity, Infinity War. War, and you didn't see like the pager sequence, mm-hmm. maybe you'd be a little confused when she just shows up yeah. in game out of nowhere, but... I'm assuming everybody mm-hmm. saw that scene, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and this this movie's yeah. end credit scene is dependent yeah. upon that. It, this it, this movie also kind of reminded me a little bit of Solo, a Star Wars story, too. Kind of explaining things that maybe don't need it. Like, oh, yeah. my name's Solo. Like, I'm yeah. traveling alone, Solo. Han. <laughs> so you're by yourself, <laughs> and your name is Han that, Solo. That or Nick Fury getting his eye scratched. Okay, let's talk about that. I, I want you to make your case before I kind of hop in. I, like... I don't know. Either don't show it at all, or, like, I know it was an alien cat, but literally just a cat scratch, and he literally just goes like, oh, jeez, and that was it. And then, like, they don't really even allude to it to the end, where he's just like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna need a fake eyeball. Like, like I don't know, like, something like losing an eye, like, don't you think of, like, especially a character like that, don't you think of something, like, dramatic happening to him? Like, he had to, like, like, like sacrifice his body to save somebody or like he lost mm-hmm. it in battle like he lost it because he literally was like playing with a cat and it scratched him i don't know see <clears throat> i i heard someone else talking about this and they were talking about how it kind of subverts expectations which yeah. i get it still feels but i didn't even need it though yeah. like i didn't even care if he was in there if yeah. how he lost it see when it first happened i thought what was happening was the scratch was how he got those scars, but that he didn't lose his eye. That's Mm -hmm. what I thought. But then he was, like, picking out, like, glass eyes or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) See, someone else put it this way, and I think this is the way that that best suits how I feel about it. It was underwhelming, and it felt anticlimactic, but I'm okay with it. Like, I would have... I mean, yeah, I'm not going to freak out. like, (laughs) Like, I mean, would I prefer it a different way? Sure. Did yeah. I really even need to see it? No. But I'm not going to lose sleep over the fact that this is they, how he lost it. It's a minute just, detail. They could have just had him in this movie with the eye patch already. Yeah. Like, I feel like like when they were like, oh, we're going to have him without the eye patch. And then, then they were like, oh, well, now we got to figure out a, a reason why he got it. Like, mm-hmm. like I feel like, like when they first like were like just making the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they didn't even like plan on when his eye like came out originally but then when they put him in this movie they were like well it has to be in this movie because this is the only movie he's going to be in that's in like like a prequel and someone pointed out someone pointed out the fact that at one in one of the other movies he says last time i trust a man i lost an eye (laughs) (laughs) what movie was that i don't Uh, one of the avengers movies he said last time i trusted someone i lost an eye what you trusted the cat I don't know, but I mean, it also kind of like he like remember in the film, like Coulson comes up with the eyes. And he's like, so you really lost the eye with by like, being tortured by the scrolls. Yeah. So like, I mean, that also kind of plays into yeah. it. Like he sort of embellishes and that yeah. plays into his nature. But I do agree, it was a bit anticlimactic, and I think there's probably 
a better way you could have done it than the way that had that could have been really cool. It was though. played like, for a joke almost. If like he, you said he said that line like uh, last time yeah. I trust this. That would have been cool if like I, I don't know. You'd have to rewrite the whole movie, but like if there was a scene like where like he trusted Ben Mendelsohn, and mm-hmm. then like they ended, he ended up spurning him, and like yeah. he got his eye. Like that would have been really cool. I think in my yeah. hindsight, but what are you gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> I do have to say I think my favorite part of this movie is the dynamic between Samuel Jackson and Brie Larson. Agreed. I think their back and forth is great. Whenever they have screen time together, they have really great chemistry, and I really like their characters together. Yeah. And I think when it kind of takes on the persona of like almost like a buddy cop kind of movie, once it takes on that, I really like this movie. And I think I almost liked it a little bit less when it wasn't the two of them. When it was separated, I, when it was just Brie Larson, I, or when it was just I honestly think I liked the movie more when it was set on Earth too. Yeah, to I would agree with that. With you. Not that there was something wrong with like the the way space looked or anything like that. It just I felt it less interesting to be honest with you. Like Annette Bening's whole reason for what she was like, I didn't really find that whole like her and Jude Law. I didn't find mm-hmm. any of that like storyline compelling to me at all. Oh yeah, and huge surprise, Jude Law's yeah. the bad guy. <laughs> we all kind of figured that. Honestly, I kind of even forgot about his character by yeah. the time they're like, hey, he's the bad guy. Oh my god, the end too. Oh, it was like, so stupid when she shot him. Oh, just, uh, that wasn't it's stupid. Just, I yeah, I, be it as it may. Part of me was kind of like, oh, like, we're back to these like crappy Marvel villains after we had such good ones yeah. last year. Yeah, I know. I just... It, it was whatever. It is what it is. I know. I, I mean, <laughs> it didn't really... Did the movie really need a great villain? I'd like one. Yeah. I, I, exactly. <laughs> I would like one. But I, I think don't... the movie would have been a little better. See, I feel like... Yeah, I would agree with that. I feel like Avengers Infinity War, you need a great villain for that yeah. movie to work. Even, I'd say, even Black Panther. I th- you needed... Without Killmonger as yeah. like a great villain in that movie, I don't think that movie gets nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, because especially his motivation. I mean, for he was Michael B. Jordan was like the one they were talking about is getting nominated mm-hmm. for a, none of the other cast members. Yeah, like he was. I thought he was the best in that movie. In my yeah, opinion. I'd agree. So I I agree. I don't know if the movie like it seems like they had other priorities than delivering a compelling villain, especially since it's kind of hard to have a great villain in this movie when you have Spend a red so herring much. villain. Yeah, because yeah. you have a a guy who you think's the villain, and then they reveal, oh, he's not the villain, he's the villain. So how do you completely flesh out and develop the villain? And even the character that we thought was the villain was very fleshed out, which was the Ben Mendelsohn yeah. character, which we all liked. A scene that I didn't really under... So, like, the scene where she gets her powers in the beginning, mm-hmm. Jude Law is, like, going after her, correct? Yeah. But he's also going after Annette Benning. but it turns out they're on each other's team, correct? Uh, Annette Benning? No, no, yeah. Annette Benning was turning against the Kree. Oh, that so was like that was why so he was like going he after was the him. villain to Brie Larson while Annette Benning was the villain to Jude Law in a way. Yeah. So well no <laughs> well no, what it was was she was Cree and then yeah. she was working against the Cree because she realized that the scrolls were actually refugees and she was trying to take down the Cree. And so that's when Jude Law was coming after her to stop her. And then in that moment, that's when uh Carol Davis got caught up in all that, got the power and then when her memory was gone, she became Kree and was trained by Jude Law and everything. And it was only after she started piecing together her memory that she remembered all that and remembered that the Kree were actually the bad guys. 
Yeah, but what was Annette... Ben- Why did Annette Benning want, like, to stop her, though, too? Stop Carol Danvers? Yeah. Well, she didn't. Well, they had that fight at the end. Wait. Which fight? Like, remember, like, they... they I don't know what the hell they did, but they, like, submitted her into, like, the... Oh, the... well, that was the... Well, that was the, the Cree AI. Oh, that was real? Yeah, no. Oh, I didn't know. I honestly Well, it was in the world. Like, it was in the computer. I thought that was real. How was it real? It was supposed... It was completely... I don't know. It was fucking It was completely, like... Like, there was no physics. There was no laws. Nothing. It was completely... Is there any physics or laws in these... these Okay, the fact that you didn't pick up on that that wasn't real, that... that, That's kind of bad. I thought it was real. It looked real. No, it didn't. It looked real. It did not look real. (laughs) Go back and watch the movie again and you're... What, would, would you where say was anything that in this movie looks real? Like any where, of these Marvel Where would movies? that have been set? I don't know. When Doctor Strange fought that guy at the end of where his movie, did that look real? Well, no, but that was actually like set up in the movie. Oh, no, I don't know. Everything's <sighs> cosmic in space. Let's talk about Florkin. Confusing. What the hell is a Florkin? That was the cat. Oh, that thing was stupid. That was cool. I like that. I like cats, but Florkin was whatever. It kind of reminded me of that giant, like, squid octopus thing from Star Wars uh, hmm. Force Awakens. Yeah. Uh, I guess, I guess, I mean, I knew it was, I figured it was coming and well, everything I from assumed the comics. It, I because you were preluding to it, I assumed it was more than just a cat, but I didn't mm. know exactly what it was. Yeah. But, anyways, so, we have the post-credit scene yeah. for the film, which everybody's been raving about. And I don't really see why everyone's raving about it. They even, like, like someone, I don't know if this is absolutely, absolutely confirmed, but someone, like, like a report came out that, like, they were like, oh, that, that mid credit scene was actually directed by the Russo brothers. Yeah, no shit, because they just took it from that movie. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Here's the thing. I was saying this after we saw the movie. There, I can't remember which... Uh, Marvel movie it was, but it was one one of the last few Marvel movies before Civil War was coming out. Ant-Man. It was probably Ant-Man. And they had, as a post credit scene, they had the scene where it was Cap and it was Falcon. And yeah. they were talking to Bucky, who had his arm stuck in the thing. And it was very clearly a scene from Civil War. Yeah. And then, and everyone's like, oh, that's so cool, yeah. Civil War! And then we see the movie, and... That scene, it was clearly that they had filmed it for that movie, and they were like, "Oh, we need a post-credit they scene." They did the Took same the thing with in Doctor Strange. The mid-credit scene was a th- scene that was in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, see, I'm not a fan of that. Because, I'm not either. Well, because one, you're kind of eliminating all the context that's set yeah. up, and it doesn't feel like a post-credit scene. It just feels like, "Oh, we need a, a post-credit scene, so let's just take next, some yeah. footage of the next one." See, and so that's why this didn't really have any importance to me. And also, I think. I think I disagreed with you in a moment, but in retrospect, I agree. It kind of takes away from <laughs> in the moment in Endgame, which would have been a huge uh, applause. Thank like, you. Like in the movie, if we had had all that set up and then Captain Marvel just yeah. shows up like that, yeah. that would have been a scene where everyone stands up and applause exactly. and screams. But if now we all still know will, it's But I'll be like the curmudgeon sitting yeah. down. <laughs> See, but now we all know. So it. What was the point of having that? There and then the, for people to go, it's the most important post-credit scene Marvel's ever done. Or it's, it's one of the greatest ones they've oh, ever done. Oh, like she wasn't going to be in that movie. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> she yeah. wasn't going to be in that movie. Like, ow. Oh, it, it just, it, it didn't, 
resonate with me. I would have like it would have been cool if we'd had a scene that actually dealt with Thanos or something. Yeah, or I would have just rather just seen that maybe pertain to like a Captain Marvel sequel or yeah. something like that. Although I'm sure. One, I don't think we're going to get Captain Marvel sequel for a few years. Yeah. And two, it probably will have to deal with everything that yeah. happens post-Endgame. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to yeah. set that up. And stop giving me those crappy mid, those crappy post-credit scenes with the animal of the movie, like like doing some stupid shit, please. I'm done with it. I really am. I'm really sick of it. Eh, just don't save for the post-credit I'm, I'm done. I, like, I'm going to, like, after the mid one, I'm reading what the last one is on my phone, and I... If I deem it worthy enough to stay, if he stay. deems it worthy, Hollywood. <laughs> if if it, he deems it worthy, I'm telling you, like Endgame, like the last scene's gonna be like Howard the Duck, like oh, here I am. I don't think so, but <laughs> never know. <clears throat> so, uh, oh, I do want to say before we move on to a little bit of Endgame speculation, um, I do want to say I first of all I loved, 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 loved the opening Marvel Studios logo. Yeah, that, that had all awesome. Stan Lee's cameos. That was... Per- like, I started... To- I feel like if that went on any longer, I might have actually shed a tear. Like, I was starting to feel it come on. Like, <laughs> that was beautiful. And then it said, like, we love you, Stan, or something like that. That was great. So, Stan Lee's cameo in this movie, the first... Like, when I watched it, yeah, I didn't really understand what it was. I just thought he was, like, reading something on the bus. I was like, oh, that's kind of a throwaway cameo. And it felt very weird because I was like... I know, obviously, when they filmed it, they didn't know yeah. it was his last one of his last cameos. But I was like, that feels like such a anticlimactic cameo. Like he's just reading something on a on a on a bus or whatever. And then I went later. I heard, oh no, he's actually reading the script from Clerks Two, preparing obviously to go in for his cameo in Clerks Two. And immediately, I was like, okay, that's brilliant. I love it now. That was a good one. So, uh, like. I was wondering though, do you think they should have saved the Stan Lee like tribute till Endgame since it's kind of like a amalgamation of all the Marvel movies, like it's kind of like the the series finale in a way. Honestly, I'm not gonna be shocked if it's in. Uh, the, well, you mean the Marvel Studios thing in the beginning? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I would not be shocked if that's in Endgame as well. Um, yeah, but so I think no, I wouldn't have wanted them to wait. Exclude like not doing this one and wait for Endgame. Well, we weren't even expecting it though. To be yeah, honest with you. but I feel like this is the first MCU movie since he yeah. died. So this is the one you do it for. I I don't think you save it for the bigger movie. You do it for the one that's coming out since he passed away. The first one since he passed away. Even if the movie stinks. Yes. Which yes. This didn't stink. Now speaking of Stanley cameos in movies that stink. You know the last... Venom, he told me. Yes. Venom is the last Marvel movie that he had a cameo in that he was alive when that cameo happened. Because his next cameo was in Spider-Verse and he had already passed away yeah. at that point. So, his the last film in his legacy, Venom. <laughs> well, he Rest knew about peace. all the other ones because he filmed yeah. them. So. Yeah. When do you think we're going to be done with, Cap- with Stanley Well, Kings? remember they said they filmed a bunch of them? Yeah, I think definitely Endgame and Spider Man. They yeah. m- maybe I feel like I'm we not don't even sh- know what else is coming yeah. out. Really. I'm not going to be shocked if that's the end of it. I'm yeah. also not going to be shocked if they have a couple more in the bank. But we're definitely getting it through those. Yeah, I'd say so. So looking ahead to Endgame, now that we've seen Captain Marvel, what do you think is going to happen with Endgame? Now, now, now we can adjust our theories. <laughs> can I be completely honest with yeah. you? 
I have no I had no clue. Yeah. I, no, I came in with all these hot takes for Infinity War and I got fucking yeah. left at the altar. So I, I have no idea. It's gonna right. happen. Can we can we all agree on something though? <laughs> Don't speculate. Can we please <laughs> stop saying, Oh, it's a certainty they're doing time travel in Avengers? <laughs> I can almost guarantee you there will not be time travel. In Avengers Endgame. Because I mean, I won't, every I won't single, rule it out. Every si- I won't okay, rule it I'm, out. I won't rule it out either. Yeah. But I'm saying every single theory that everyone has about time travel in Endgame <laughs> that it's all based on is those set photos complete taken completely out of context. There's Those could be anything. And that's where everything about the idea of time travel started from and originates from. Some people, like, I was talking to, when I was shooting this weekend, I was talking to some people who were some Marvel fans, and they were, uh, I mean, I don't think they follow things as much as we do. You're not as big as a fan as me. But, I mean, they're Marvel fans. They were talking about, like, so time travel and Avengers 4 and everything, and I was like, I "I don't think there's going to be time travel. And they're like, well, it was confirmed by Kevin Feige. And I was like, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. You want to know where all the time travel theories came from? These couple of set pictures that literally could be anything anything so you're speculating fucks see and (laughs) and another thing that doesn't make sense about those pictures is that yeah it looks like from those out of context set pictures it looks like it's the battle in new york and chris evans is dressed in his captain america costume from the first avengers movie and ant-man is there which obviously doesn't make sense but then robert downey jr looks like an older tony stark So, so it just the I, fact that everyone's taking that as their basis for all these speculations and theories, it doesn't. I sense. would find it cool if, like, like in a way they incorporated them having to go back in time and going to the past movies to like change things mm-hmm. that they sh- they wish they did better. Mm-hmm. I, I think that could be kind of cool, but because I don't. Th- do you think we're gonna get like a full on battle kind of movie like we did with Infinity War? I don't know. See, I don't know if we're even going to have a villain. We only have one trailer, really, for this. We yeah. don't really know what the hell's going to happen. And I honestly hope... They said that... I don't want to see any more. I just want to They said right that now. the footage we've seen comes from the first 15 to 20 minutes of the movie. <laughs> so I, I don't want to see another trailer. I'm not going to okay. watch the next one. So I know I'll probably... The second part of this it. discussion is going to be Avengers Endgame uh, theories or whatever. <laughs> but I don't think we're going to really have a villain in this. I don't. I know a lot of people are like, oh, there's a secret villain. And then yeah. going into the whole time travel thing, they're like, Kane the Conqueror is going to be the secret villain because he's a time traveler. Who the hell is that? He's he's a huge <laughs> Avengers villain from the comics. Now, I don't think this movie is going to have a villain. With, what I think it's going to have is just a problem that needs to be solved. Yeah. Which is the snap. Was there someone cast in this movie that, like, doesn't... Catherine Langford. Oh, well, she couldn't... Would, she wouldn't be a villain or anything, would she? Yeah, I don't mean, know. Well, I mean, who knows what yeah. she would be, but... But she's the was only there one. another one, or was that the only one? I think she's the only one that I know of. Oh, okay. But I mean, if they did cast a giant villain, I feel like whoever it is would be under wraps. Yeah. Like if we found out tomorrow, or no, we wouldn't find. If we saw in the movie, oh, Brian Cranston is Kang oh, the Conqueror. That'd be cool. We wouldn't. I feel <laughs> like they would not have let that leak. What they would have done was they would have flown that actor out into a, a studio and a soundstage, filmed it all separate from everyone else. It never <laughs> would have been. hostage leaked. against their will. You're not allowed to leave. <laughs> even the stars don't know what happens in these movies. Oh, really? I mean, well, Tom didn't Holland didn't. they read the didn't. script? No, they, that's the thing. With Infinity oh. War, nobody got the right script. They created... Wait, fa- they wrote fake scripts so that... So what, how, what did they do when it came to filming? 
They, well, I mean, they had their lines for that, but they didn't know oh, the context oh, oh, of anything oh, oh. that happened. And especially, I mean, you look Infinity War, most of everything is special, is green yeah. screen. So all you have is Tom Holland in front of a green screen going, whoa, ah, <laughs> ah, ooh. Ah. He doesn't know what he's doing. For I mean, he has no idea who he's fighting or what's <laughs> going on. So they are going out of their way to making sure that the secrecy on these films are airtight. So would I be... I don't think there's a secret villain we don't know about. Am I going to be shocked if there is? No. Can, like, and I so think we it's didn't plausible. think Red Skull was... No Although that, that was like yeah. a one-scene thing. But I'm talking about like a, a whole film villain. But that's a villain that really, like... That's just a voice actor. So, like, yeah. if there was a villain like that, like a secret villain, CGI villain, like, they could do that with no one knowing. Yeah. So, and I think... And remember, do you think Thanos is going to have a big part in this movie or no? I don't think he's going to be... A villain, I think he's going to be in this movie. Like he's well, going to be. Well, trailer. I mean, yeah. I mean, like I don't think he's going to have like five minutes in the movie. I think he's going to be in the movie. I don't know if he's going to be the villain, and I, I, I really don't think there's going to be an antagonist. And honestly, is there going to be a scene where we have all the Avengers fighting someone? I don't know. I, w- I would think at least one. I don't know. See, see thing is, I, I just. I don't know if there's anything we can legitimately what, say about What, are they not going to have an Avengers movie with no battles or anything? They could literally I think do people, I think people would be pissed, though, if they did that. And I think they know yeah. that. I mean, would I necessarily care? If it's a good movie, I'm not going to... But I, yeah. the mass audience isn't going to just go to a drama. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think, they, I think Marvel's learned it at this point, if they wanted to go. But we, <clears throat> we will see when we see the movie. Yeah. Like I said... To me, it kind of feels pointless to just speculate about specific things of what's going to happen. Because I had all these theories of what Infinity War was going to yeah. be like. And, and none not, of them yeah. came true. And so I feel like anything that I say about this movie, even me saying I don't think there's a secret villain, even me saying I don't know if there's even going to be like the Avengers fighting someone or something or a group of people, I don't know. It, it, anything can happen. Since yeah. we've only seen footage from, like, the first 15 minutes and the amount of secrecy that is going on into making sure that this movie, that nobody knows what's going on, anything can When's happen. the next trailer coming out? I'm assuming it'll be the last one. I've been hearing... Why are the tickets not on sale? The well, movie comes been, out in a month. What I've been hearing is that tickets go on sale April 2nd, and that's when we'll get the trailer. That's weird, though, because when did we get, like, we bought tickets, like... How many months in advance last time for... It, it wasn't that far in advance for Infinity oh, right? War. Well, I mean, like, movies like Us, where the tickets oh, were out, like, well, three mean, months in advance. They shouldn't have done that, <laughs> especially that was, since that they changed so, the release date. That's so stupid. I yeah. to, But whatever. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, right when IMAX, Jordans, mm-hmm. were going. Do you think there is anything in Captain Marvel, the movie that we saw at Captain Marvel, that once we see Endgame, we're going to go... That was a giant clue that nobody picked up on because nobody knew the context of it. Or do you think it's no. just character development for Captain, for Carol Davis? Well, I mean, it all took place like a mm-hmm. long, long time ago. I don't know. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, I'm, it, if there is something, like if we see Endgame... Maybe from other previous movies. Yeah. Well, know. I'm saying if we see Endgame yeah. and then we're like... Oh, so that thing in Captain Marvel that nobody paid attention to that just went over everyone's head yeah. ended up being a significant thing that played into Endgame. That I, then I would look at Captain Marvel in a completely different light. But 
as it stands... I'm sure we'll be looking at Infinity War in a different light after Endgame, too. God, I can't wait for Endgame. It's only like a month away. Ah, I'm ready. I just want it. I want it. I just... I feel like we just we need, need to see this movie so we can get on with our lives at this point. Yes. Like, we've been waiting and waiting and waiting. Like, I feel once we see it, we'll be like, all right, nothing else matters anymore. Yep. <laughs> we can die peacefully. But, um, oh, God, I just, I just, I, I, I can't wait for Endgame. So, anyways, not to end our spoiler discussion for Captain Marvel and not our, uh, our fanboying over Endgame. I like the movie a lot. It's a good, solid Captain Marvel movie. There's a lot of things in it that I really liked and enjoyed, and there's some things that I just found to be a little bit underwhelming. And as I was saying, at least my impression of what we have of Endgame from the trailers, it does not seem like there's anything big in this movie. Because though I always thought, before we saw Captain Marvel, that it was not an accident that Captain Marvel was the movie right before Endgame. That it was very strategically placed to introduce things that would be then followed up through in Endgame. That we would watch Captain Marvel and go, oh, so now this and this and this. Yeah. And and we didn't really get that. Like, I felt like I knew as much going into the movie as got I left. that cheap after credit scene. Yeah. <laughs> other than <laughs> some realizations with the Tesseract, yeah. and other than how Fury lost his eye, and a couple of minor things like that, I felt like I walked out of the movie knowing almost as much as I walked in knowing. Yep. And so that was a bit of a disappointment. And I don't know. It, it's a good movie. It's not one I'll probably end up seeing again. But I, it's not one that we maybe need to see I'm, again. I don't think I'm going to see it. I know Randy really wants to see it still. So maybe he'll yeah. end up seeing it. I know my dad wants to see it. So I'm probably going to go see it with him. But uh, it's a good movie. It's just It just makes me more excited for Endgame at this point. It's just, I don't think anything like... like uh, just th- this movie, like I don't think it was ever gonna just please my overall hunger for Endgame. In, yeah. in a way, like that—that's the one I want. Like, mm-hmm. th- like I was excited for this one too, but like Endgame's the one we want. Yeah. Which I'm, I I find it funny that it showed like Black Panther could have fallen into the same trap of yeah. we watched and like that was a good movie, but we just really yeah. want Infinity War, and it didn't. No, it didn't at all. So I, I find it funny. It's. It just shows, I think, Black Panther was such a well-made... I think yeah. it shows Ryan Coogler as a writer and director, his ability. I don't think anybody made... thought that movie was going to be as good as it was. Yeah. No, it just shows how great yeah. of a director he is. Like, he knocked it so far out of the park. Yep. Um, and then Captain Marvel, good movie. Fine. Nothing extraordinary, but it was good. So, uh, if you have a rating to give, what would you give Captain Marvel? I'd give it a 3.45 out of 5. Yeah. I'm giving it a 3.6. <clears throat> one so, last thing I wanted yes. to say. the I think one of my biggest takeaways out of this movie is the technology that they used on uh, Clark Gregg and Samuel L. Jackson. I think that is is a kind of like technology I don't think a lot of people are talking about. And I, it just how great. advanced it was, that gives me a lot more like hope towards future movies like The Irishman and yeah. stuff. Like If you could do that... Mm-hmm. like Samuel Jackson looked phenomenal yeah like his cgi Clark was Craig was okay but there you was didn't even get a lot that, of yeah. him but yeah samuel jackson looked and he was prominent in the movie yeah uh so it close face up it wasn't like a like like a what was the guy's name rogue one where they like went up a face of it i know oh, he was like oh tarkin yeah like, 
I know that was completely like CGI, but that was horrible looking. <laughs> I didn't think it was a right, quick thing about Tarkin. I didn't think it was Save it for the discussion. <clears throat> this is the discussion. <laughs> I so my thoughts on that was that if I didn't mind them using CGI to recreate him as yeah. opposed to recasting. I just think if that was the route that they were gonna go, which they did go, yeah. he should have had a smaller role in the film. For the he amount of screen for the amount of screen yeah. time and the way that they shot him that happened in the movie, they should have recast. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. I wasn't opposed to the idea. I don't of think anybody would have been mad if they recast him. It's not like no. he's like like he is a very unique looking person. Though. Yeah, but it's not like like he's like it's not like they were recasting like Leia. say Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I I understand what you mean. Yeah. Anyways, Rogue One two point two out of five. Rogue One is the best <laughs> of the new Star Wars movies. Hey, ben Mendelsohn was a villain. Honestly, Rogue One's the best of a uh, third best Star Wars movie ever made. Just saying. Yeah. She did? And she <laughs> agrees. Star Force, everybody. Her flaming fist is right behind you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that has been our dis- spoiler discussion of Captain Marvel and our geek out, nerd out moment for Avengers Endgame. Um, yeah. Once again, I am your host, Nathaniel Molnar, co host Rob Jaginta. Thanks for being here. Anytime. So. Uh, make sure to like, comment, subscribe for more content. And be sure to follow us on all of our various social medias at MovieParadise99. And until our spoiler discussion for Endgame, well, which will we'll, be in a we'll, month. I will do our the top 21 Marvel movies. Yes. So we will. All right. We just announced announce today. I like, I like, yep. I'm like a fucking big idea guy. So like I'm always like. Anyways, you take So before Endgame comes out, we will be doing a special video ranking our personal rankings of all of the Marvel movies. So keep your eyes open for that in about a month or so. That's 21 movies. Should now, we watch gonna... them all again? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I can't watch another one. <laughs> no, I can't do it. I'm the, You can keep your mouth open. I, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'd watch like, I'd watch Infinity War. That's it. <laughs> I would honestly, if you really wanted to watch Avengers one, two, and three, yeah, fine. I, I do want to watch all. I of would the, do maybe that. Civil War as well. <laughs> now you're pushing it, and maybe Guardians of the and maybe Guardians <laughs> and and, and, and Doctor Strange. And, you know, I feel like that's what our last one turned into. But then we didn't end up watching any of them. Yeah, I think we watched. I've probably seen the first Iron Man like fifty times now, just because that's always the start of the marathon. <laughs> yeah, oh, that. Marvel Marathon that we did that before Age of Ultron. You fell asleep. You didn't make it. I watched almost every single one of them. I was you on the second asleep. to last one. Yeah, and you fell asleep during Winter Soldier and you didn't watch Garden. I watched them all. I for- I remember. Winter Soldier had ended. I was so ready to just collapse and go to sleep. You were asleep. Nobody would have known if I had just not watched Guardians of the Galaxy and went to sleep. And I could have said, oh... Uh, yeah, I watched Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I could have said that. But I was like, you know what? I have to he, he do this. I have it. to finish it. No and so I put in Guardians of the Galaxy. If a tree falls in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> I put I in Guardians of the Galaxy. I had on that on my last test, actually. On that the, question, like, the, if the tree lands uh, in the woods. Falls. Fall, whatever the hell. Like, doesn't make a sound. Question is... I don't know what I got. I'll have to find out next week. Yeah. Movie... So, anyways, thanks for tuning in to this discussion of Captain Marvel. I already said all my stuff about liking and commenting and all that stuff. Anyways, uh, so until we come back and do our discussion of something else again, thanks for watching.